You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. It's like I feel I feel like I'm communicating in a secret code. But you're not. You're just using the internet pretending like no, you're communicating no. in a secret code. Can, can you read what it is that I wrote on there? I, I could if I use the same exact thing method that you're doing. You don't you don't know that I was using that. See, I wrote in Cyrillic clearly, and you would have no idea. That's why if you follow me on Twitter, don't be surprised if you see some uh, other languages pop up on there. All right, so now it. over the weekend you've just learned new languages. Yeah, I think so. Well, I mean, okay. you know, with Google. Google Translate. That's yes, yes. I think everybody could do that. <laughs> well, but it's not as cool as when I do. Well, it. you are quite oh. fancy, Greg. Hello, this is Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah Extill, and thank you, everyone, for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is fantastic that you do so. Of course, we greatly appreciate it, and you can subscribe to the Fun Employment Radio Network for only six ninety nine a month. Six ninety nine a month, you say? Six ninety nine a month. The first week is free. It's cheaper than Netflix, and there is such a vast array of different programming that you can listen to all hours of the day, every day. Absolutely, that's entirely true, Sarah. Mm-hmm. And on top of that, you can get access to the archives where there's exclusive material that you can access anytime, anytime, day or night. Anytime. 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 Yes. All right. So, Greg, let's, let's get back to this really quick. Yeah. Just because you know how to use the internet and Google Translate doesn't mean that I think that you are no. uh, you can brag about communicating in different languages. I know, Mr. Actor, that you had another fancy audition today, so someone's ego's a little inflated. It's, I wouldn't say it's inflated. I had an audition. I was called in to, uh, to perform you were re- for a possible you part. You were requested. I was requested. Okay. And that is why, if you are listening live, we are a little bit late on the show today. But... Um, yeah, I uh, I was I was called in for for a little bit of an audition, and Greg I can't, was called I can't in. say what it is. Of course, you can't. You know, I'm not. Uh, I can't do that. But I will say it would be pretty awesome if I got it. Okay, that's all. I can all say. right. Well, best. That's of all I can you, say sir. about that. Does it involve you wearing a Christmas sweater? There were no Christmas sweaters. I think the Christmas sweater. I don't think you get to do those uh, Oregon Lottery commercials uh, two years in a row. All right, so you can't. Oh, you're, you're like old hat now. I'm old hat. For yeah. Yeah. So it was like, oh nope, he was Bob last year. Can't I'm, do it. So, so we can safely say that this wasn't you for a sweater for the Oregon Lottery. Yeah, okay. I will not be doing that. Uh, it's being asked, why mm-hmm. can't you say? Because you have to sign a bunch of stuff saying you won't. Say. I didn't realize, like, after like knowing Greg and like seeing all the auditions he goes through, like how many non-disclosure agreements he has to sign yeah. and such. Yeah. I didn't realize how intense secretive. it. Was. Yeah, it's very secretive for all of these things. Why, you know, I mean, some of the times, yeah, I understand. Some of them, whatever. I don't, mm-hmm. know. I, I don't really know entirely why, but that's what they tell me, and that's what I'm going to subscribe okay. to. Okay. So, um, but uh, yes, it, I did notice though. This may be something I can add to my to my repertoire, and that's that I post things on Twitter in Russian because somebody wrote to me first, which I'm assuming they just they just they just assumed that I understood it. In what world do you think it would Cyrillic? be more desirable for people to find you on Twitter if they have to like sit there and then like, go into a different window and try and analyze what you say? It's probably just like m- I like boobs or it's something. A, it's a I'm not posting that on Twitter. What what kinds of uh, astounding things are you writing in Russian on Twitter? Well, it was uh, clearly you wouldn't understand, but I was. No, I didn't want to take the time to translate it. Actually, I thought it was spam at first. Somebody wrote to me in Russian and Cyrillic, and then I translated it, and it was an answer to a question I had asked. Because, um, And we'll get into talking about this, but we were over at the beach this weekend. I made the mistake of bringing my camera out. Perhaps I ended up wrestling my friend, and now my camera's full of sand and it won't open. So, oh, that's good. Yeah, this is why you can't have nice things. It is exactly this why is I can't exactly have nice why, things. Because you know what? It always leads to wrestling. Usually, was it uh, was it Nate? I think I might have yes, missed this. Yes, it was Nate. Okay. Yes. Okay. Yes, and now my camera won't open. So oh, that's good. If anyone has any suggestions, please send those to me on what I can do. It's basically clogged maybe up Maybe go sand. back and maybe give him a time machine and take the expensive camera out of his pocket before he decides to get drunk with his friend and wrestle on the beach. Yeah. 
That could be it. That probably would have been a good choice. It's mm-hmm. a nice camera, too. But oh. I'm really kind of pissed off about it. Oh. Yeah, the entire lens won't open. You turn it on, it just goes... Shutter failure. Oh, so it's probably like scratch. Ooh, no. It's well, the is, lens itself is like isn't necessarily scratched, but it's all clogged up on the actual shutter, so the shutter won't open up. No, but I'm saying, but if the shutter's still attempting to open against the, and you're hearing a against the lens. The no, it's not against the lens. The lens is wide open. Okay. The lens is exposed. <laughs> you just can't the get it The shutter has not else. closed that part, but the actual mechanical function that, you know, goes and pops out of Wait, the camera. Wait, what, what does it do? And pops out of the camera. That's instead of going it's going Shutter failure. Okay. Uh, Shutter people failure. are suggesting, I, I don't think this is true, but John in Boring is saying you need to soak it in water. That does not, and no, I don't believe that's a good <laughs> advice, and neither will I be taking it from them. I'm not going to fall for that's going to dissolve the sand. I don't. Uh, <laughs> what about like one of those like compressed air things? Wouldn't that work? Yeah, like that's. Yeah, you'd think so, would you? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody already tried that one. Well, as Greg just pointed out, yes, we did go to the beach this weekend. That spontaneous trip. It just kind of came out of nowhere. Our yeah. uh, good friend Toogie has uh, his family owns a beach pro- property in Cannon Beach. And he got in town. He's like, all right, partner, let's do this. I'm like, all right, cool. Because, you know, the summer is quickly approaching an end. Right. And I got a it call is. and I was sitting there working at home and I'm like, I'm going to take my computer with me. Mm-hmm. And so, yes, went to the beach. Went to the beach, went to Cannon Beach uh, over the weekend. Which I have never actually stayed in Cannon Beach. Like, I've seen... Because Cannon Beach is... Uh, in case you're not familiar with the Oregon Coast, Cannon Beach is where Haystack Rock is. That's the big rock at the end of Goonies. Yes. If you've seen yeah. Goonies, you've seen part of Cannon Beach. Yes. It's most famous part, Haystack Rock. And Cannon Beach, let's just say, is a very fancy town. Well, and that's what I was... I was trying to explain that to everyone because... Having grown up in Oregon, you know, I, I went to the coast a lot as a kid. It's easy to get there. In, you know, it's it's real. It's a short drive. It's an hour basically from anywhere in the Willamette mm-hmm. Valley to get over to the coast. Hour, hour and a half. And Cannon Beach is beautiful, but it's always been kind of the ritzy section of the it's coast. Pretty expensive. It's like, the fancy. Like game. if you don't have a place to stay, like you'll be paying a lot for for a hotel. Yeah, and everything. It's, or, or it's just a day trip. You yeah, know? Like you, you go there for the day. There. You usually yeah. don't stay there. We never really stayed there as kids. We go to like Seaside or or you know Lincoln uh, City Pacific was where City it was at or for Lincoln me. City. Yep. Yeah, and all those depot. Bay, Newport, pretty much everywhere but Cannon Beach, actually, now that I've just named all the major coast towns. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, Cannon Beach is, it's, it's a little, it's a little bit It was pretty there. shishi. I yeah. didn't know how shishi it was. I yeah. mean, it's gorgeous because yeah. I guess I've- A lot of antiquing goes a on A lot there. of antiquing. Yeah. A lot of, a lot of art galleries. Mm-hmm. I don't think I've ever seen that many art galleries in, you know, one particular era, uh, like area on a beach coast. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of that. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of that going And on. you know what Cannon Beach probably doesn't like? Um, about a, a bunch of 30-something and 40-something-year-old uh, drunk, <laughs> loud people, probably. Yeah. We might not have made some of uh, the best friends in the world this weekend. Yeah, so <laughs> so explain what it is that exactly happened. So, I mean, we were we were up a little bit late having having fun, you know, at this uh, beach house. Mm-hmm. No, but it didn't seem like anybody else was around. There was nobody no, staying at the house desolate. on either side. Um, it was actually a pretty slow week over there, I figure, since school started back up. Not too bad over there. And let's just say, these are like a lot of them are very expensive vacation houses. Yeah. So these are mostly secondary houses. Oh, yeah. I would say predominantly. Predominantly. These aren't like places that people live year round. Like these are very, very nice places that they only come during the summer. Cannon Beach is the rich people's place. It sure is. That's what it is. Mm -hmm. So with that, though, um, you know, had a good time on Saturday night. 
Saturday morning, just kind of hanging out. And Sarah, I know you were out on the deck when I was. something happened. Oh, this was uh, this was yesterday morning or Sunday morning. Yes. Excuse me. So Sunday Friday morning. night, yeah, we ended up because it was since it was a last minute thing. Ended up leaving fairly late in the evening. Didn't get there till like ten ish, and just yeah. ended up hanging out, playing some games, and got up early in the morning. Uh, and Tuggy made like a big breakfast, and we had some mimosas and such. And then the day continued. We went to the beach. Uh, you know, got to like, wandered the beach, explored Cannon Beach. It was very very cool. Mm-hmm. And uh, later on in the evening you know we like we mostly spent the the entire evening like at the beach yeah like in the and so like we were basically down at the water the entire time Mm -hmm. sans you know going back up to the house to use the restroom or getting some more beer or whatever it was that we were doing um (laughs) so did that the following morning got up and uh i think i'd gone to bed a little bit earlier than some people had yeah and by gone to bed i mean passed out yes, yeah because i needed my beauty sleep right and so there were, uh so it was a little like, i guess it, was, it went into not the weeest hours of the morning but we were dancing and laughing and right having some some fun sure and so woke up in the morning i was sitting out on the front porch with one of my friends uh my friend lisa and drinking just, just drinking a cup of coffee like just sitting there enjoying the morning and lo and behold of course it was just the perfect timing for one of the irate neighbors to be walking by yes who was very, 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 very angry. So I was not out there when this was going on. Now, keep in mind, though, this is on a road that goes down to the beach. So there's people that are walking by fairly frequently. Um, but this was this was a couple who was walking by and decided to approach you? Yeah, a couple who was walking by. I was just sitting there, and we were just you know, sitting there quietly. And I, I could tell. You know how you can tell when someone's going to confront you? Mm-hmm. Like, you can just see it happening even before. Like, she was about... And so it was a woman and her husband. And her husband was... And now, how old were they? I would say late 50s, early 60s, maybe. Okay. Very, you could tell, you could smell the rich, just like they could probably smell the poor on us. <laughs> you could smell the rich. Okay. All and right. uh, I saw them, and this lady was, you know, kind of had like her, you know, her, her beach shawl on and like a hat, and she had like these fancy sunglasses on. And her husband was about like five paces behind her, and he kind of had his head down. With like, his head uh-oh. down, like doing a slow little dragging his feet type His thing? head was down, kind of like, oh shit, here she goes again. Okay. It was kind of one of those things, because I could see this one. She started walking toward me, and like her her stance started to get faster okay. faster she approached the thing I'm like oh fuck oh no and she comes at me and meanwhile the husband's still like hanging back and she's like are you guys do you guys live here are you supposed to be here do you have permission to be here I'm like um yes it's my friend's family's house we, we're just staying do you have permission to be here do you have permission to be here as though you're squatting on yeah and then okay. she starts naming Tuggy's parents she's like well I know so and so and so and so she's like and I'm you know you know what you guys did last night that was not cool that was not cool and she kept yelling at me I'm she like, said that was not cool she was, that was not cool she's like I can't believe it. she's like were you one of those people that was out there just screaming all night long I'm like well, nobody was screaming. No, but uh, but I'm there like really weren't very many people there. It was like no, four it was or five just, people. It was just a few five people. or six, maybe. It was it was hardly anything, and uh, just listening to music, playing games, like just not being yeah. like it wasn't some like sixteen year old throwing a rager. No, we were just adults. Just it was the antithesis of a rager. Yes, yeah. it was just a few friends like having a party and like maybe talking a little loud. Probably but, talking loud. Yeah, yeah that's that's possible. But she, I know I was singing some Frank Sinatra very loud. Yeah, well, she was just irate and she just kept which, like which God forbid that scourge Frank Sinatra. That's <laughs> that's the thing. Actually, I do remember doing that because I was I was out there and I for some reason I kept serenading everyone with "Fly Me to the Moon." Yeah. I don't know why. It just came into my head. I thought it was a good idea. I never want to hear that song again. But maybe for this lady, maybe she's old enough to wear a Frank Sinatra, some up, you know, little punk. Yeah, he's a hooligan. Yeah. He's a hooligan. He's one of those hooligans, those punks. 
That's always uh, you know you know down there with the uh, with the good old boys. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and I maybe that's what she thought I was. Well, and so I didn't know what to say because it's not my house and it's not my place to say anything. But this woman was so rude, and I like I clearly had no idea what she was talking about. I'm like, okay, I'm I'm sorry. She's like, oh, sorry isn't good enough. Sorry, you know I'm gonna. She call. said that. Yeah. Sorry isn't good mm-hmm. enough. And she's like, I'm gonna call so and so and so and so and let them know. I'm like, well, I know. You know, I know Tuggy's parents, and she's like, "Oh, well, good. I know them too. I have their phone number. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna call them and let them know that you guys are all here." I'm like, "Well, they know we're here. Yeah. Like this is, uh, you know, Tuggy's one of my best friends. This is his right. it's their son. Yeah. Yes, they know. And she's like, and she's like, they're gonna hear about it. I'm gonna tell them all about it. And she's like, she's like, come on, whatever her her husband is, and he just kind of like looked <laughs> at me, and, and he was kind of like, hmm. sure thing, and just kept him walking. Whatever so, you say. Honey. Sure enough. Sure enough. Well, I finally, but so Tuggy was still sleeping, so I went and, Tuggy, and talked to Tuggy. I'm like, hey, so this woman just yelled at me. I'm like, I don't really know exactly what's happening, but she's going to tattle on you to your parents, <laughs> my 42-year-old friend. Like, oh, he's like, are you kidding me? I'm like, yeah, I don't, I don't know what's going on. Sure enough, Tuggy called me last night, and the woman did, in fact, call his parents. Oh, and, wow. Yeah, but I guess she's a little bit of a busybody. Well, that's, that's the definition of a busybody, mm-hmm. yeah. is that kind of woman who would be going around trying to trying to check out what's happening in the neighborhood. And, yeah. Oh, I don't know you. Yeah. Oh, you're younger I'm than I'm just surprised that she didn't just 70. come over and say something. It's not like she would have had beer bottles or something thrown at her, just knock on the door and be like, hey, you know, it's one o'clock Shut in up. the morning. Yeah. Shut up. Yeah. <laughs> that's fine. Exactly. That, that's, that would be perfectly... I'm a grown-up. I can understand being confronted like that. What you don't do I is don't, tattle to somebody's parents. I don't doubt that her voices got loud, but it wasn't like anything. If there, there was no, like, violent, crazy shenanigan yeah. party going on. Yeah, but sure enough, she called... <laughs> I mean, seriously, it's Frank Sinatra. Well, she called Old Tuggy's parents, though. and he called me and I was like, I thought you'd get a kick out of this. So apparently she made up the story that uh, apparently the cops had shown up three, or two or three times That's not to tell true. us to stop. Yeah. Also, we were up till six o'clock in the morning screaming That's profanities at the top of our lungs. That's not true. And blasting like like all, all different kinds of loud music. I don't <laughs> think Frank Sinatra was name checked. No, seriously. That's what I was playing. Yeah. Over and over. It got to a point. Maybe it was annoying. I yeah. can see that because I was playing it a lot. I just but. don't understand. Like, we're not, like, that scary. Like, I really wish that she would have just been a fucking grown-up and come over and told us to shut the fuck up. Uh, yeah, but those kind of ladies, that's that's the highlight of her entire summer is that what just happened right there. Mm-hmm. The fact that she got to say something to someone and she thinks she's I was right. caught off but guard. I was, like, shocked. I, I was drink. I had my coffee. I'm like, oh, <laughs> I didn't know what to say. Yeah, at all, the fact that it was profanities. Oh my god, it was profanity. My virgin ears. Yeah, so uh, so Tuggy's <laughs> parents. Yeah, so they call him and he's just like, oh, it's fine. He's like, they've, you know, they, he said it was fine. But anyway, his mom's saving the voicemail so that he can listen to it because I guess they, she didn't end up talking to him, but she left a very lengthy voicemail oh, listing fantastic. all of the things that we had done. Well, those those are the kind of ladies though. They have nothing else going on, and there's a lady like that in every neighborhood, <laughs> especially on like coast towns or somewhere where it's a little bit richer. And that is the highlight. She's probably called all of her friends, mm-hmm. everyone she's going to see for the next We're month. We're the talk of the town. She's going to tell that story yep. to that you won't believe what happened over at the, the Tuggy household. Mm-hmm. At the Tuggy there, household. Yeah, at the Tuggy household. Yes. And uh, Plus, let me just say for the record, kids. this house has been in his family for about 70 years. No, but also, by the way, just so you know, too, the the version of the story that she's going to tell of talking to you is going to be completely different than what happened. I was so, disrespectful. What no, did I you do? You threatened her. Yeah, you I probably threatened, threatened her. her, but she was going to be a strong woman. She stood her grounds. I stood my ground against, against those her. ruffians. I tell you what, she threatened me. I don't know if she had a knife or what. My cup of coffee has probably turned into like a, a bottle of whiskey. Probably that I was probably, that I was swigging probably, out of. Probably, yep, you were drinking whiskey in the morning. Yeah. and you were using profanity. And I told her to her. shut up, bitch. Yeah, yeah you, <laughs> you used words she's not going to repeat. It's in, 
property. Around bitch. polite company. Yes. And yeah, basically by her description, <laughs> you are the rhubarb lady. <laughs> it was, uh, I was in my pajamas. Gonna, I'm just sitting oh, there with my ponytail on top of my head drinking coffee. Well, like, you slut. That's yes. just, let me just say that. Clearly. Uh, whoring it up. So yeah. that's, yeah, that's her version is going to be completely different. That's I would love true. to hear her version of, of speaking with you. Well, I'm sure that we'll hear it at some point. I'm sure we will know. Maybe. It was just, it, it's been a long time that I've been. Did sc- you hear what <laughs> happened? That I've been screamed at for something I didn't do. I was like, and there was no rationalizing with her because usually I can like have a conversation. There was no conversing because she just started talking to me as she was walking at me, walked like partway down the driveway and then continued. Then she walked back out toward the driveway, not stopping to look at, like not stopping looking at me and then continued to yell at me as she was walking by the bushes as her husband kind of shuffled his feet behind her. Oh, wow. Yeah. It was awkward. It was so awkward. Yeah. I know, and, and my friend Lisa, she's like, did that just happen? I'm like, I'm pretty <laughs> sure that just happened. I'm like, and apparently we're being threatened that he's, they're calling the parents. Loki so, in the live shot says there's now mugshot type photos of you, uh, Oliver Cannon Beach. She probably had a sketch artist come in and draw your picture. Probably. As the face of evil in Cannon probably. Beach. Probably. I'm sure she's writing a sternly worded letter to the community section in the newspaper. That's probably going to happen. Oh, gosh. If you heard the disruption from this past Saturday night, <laughs> I know who's responsible. <laughs> This girl. Oh yeah, dude. Yeah. You just you provided. We provided her with so much entertainment for the rest of the summer. I don't feel bad about this at all. Mm-hmm. This is her life now. And her husband's. Well, her husband. You know, he doesn't really listen to that. He yeah. just sits there. Yes, yes, dear. Mm-hmm. Oh yes, dear. Yeah, I'm he sorry. did not like. He even smiled at me afterward. He just kind of gave the. <laughs> what can I do? <laughs> I this don't know. is my life. <laughs> That's exactly. It was kind of like oh, <laughs> like you could tell this wasn't the first time. This is. <laughs> yeah. This is what I go through every day. Yeah. Yeah, he's probably just tried to wipe his mind. And I'm sure, you know, I wouldn't be happy if someone was keeping me up late on a Saturday night. But, I mean, whatever. I would at least go and say something or at least leave a passive-aggressive note on the door. Yeah, I mean, that's what you would do. You wouldn't go say something. You would leave, an, you would leave a note. Eventually, if I was trying to sleep, I, w- I would say something. Because if that's your property. I, I just can't really see you doing that. I couldn't see you going and, and talking to someone. You're way too intimidated by con- by confrontation. Yeah, but if I feel like I'm in the right, it makes it less intimidating. Yeah, I just still don't see you doing it. Yeah. Uh, definitely what a would ser- you sternly worded note. I would say something if it really bothered me that much. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I wouldn't have a problem going up and saying something. Yeah. But, you know, then and again, so I poor Tugs, like he didn't do anything wrong. And like this woman's just like tattling to his parents. <laughs> <laughs> it was just so weird. I mean, it was a great weekend. That was just odd. It was just so odd when she's yelling, I'm going to call his parents. I'm going to call his parents. That's funny. Yeah. That is really funny. Mm-hmm. Well, um, well, that was going on, and she was dealing with the terror. <laughs> Loki's even like, a Saturday night? You guys were out on a, you were out on a Saturday night? Yeah, how dare us. Uh, well, that was going on while she was dealing with the terrifying neighbors that she had, which were us. Um, my neighbors were very active over the weekend. Oh. So, Wait, did you come back to something magical? So I've been talking about this for a while. My meth head neighbors have been... They've been in the process of transforming their backyard. Now, it started off with the mattress that is sitting on top of their uh, their shack, their shack that they built in the back. And then there's Tarp City, which grew up from that, mm-hmm. where they've attached tarps to that and then uh, staked it all out. Now, last week, I was talking about that um, uh, the the one method was starting some other project, and I couldn't didn't know what it was. I couldn't figure it out. Where he'd taken um, some kind of a string, a rope, and... Oh, and he pounded in the spike thing. Well, he attached it yeah. to one side of his fence, and then had drug it along there, and then, yeah, took a, uh, took a big, like, uh, I don't know, maybe the, the end of a broom handle or something, and stabbed that into the ground. Mm-hmm. And then had placed a stepladder over that, and then the rope over that. And he continued to do this. He ended up doing that with one other one as well, right next to it. And then they threw tarps over them, and I couldn't figure out what it was. It's been driving me nuts. Mm-hmm. Well, I got to come home this weekend. 
from uh, being gone basically just Saturday and part of Sunday to now I know what they were doing with that part of it. Tell me. They have decided to build another shack. <laughs> another shack in the backyard. The first shack was not enough. Tarp City was not enough. Now they have built another shack that is literally about uh, less than a foot away from my fence where they have built this thing that is goes up over my fence, now blocks my view. I cannot see through uh, onto the street where I used to because they have built a shack in the one spot that I can see out of my kitchen window, and that is what I get to see now. Oh, so they were on... Oh God, are they like genius? Are they secret geniuses? I don't know. <laughs> I'm not sure exactly what, but that is what's happened. I will get a picture of it and uh, and show you guys tomorrow, because by the, time I, by the time I noticed it, it was evening, and they were out there screwing in the roof to it. It's <laughs> what they were doing. And uh, it, is, it is built. It's probably, I would guess, it's about eight feet tall. Because it's t- it's taller than any, b- it's any of them. It's eight was- feet tall. So what is that? Yeah. Is that something that like some kind you- of shed? No, but can you do anything about it? Like as a, as an extra neighbor, or is things that something? Are, things are in the works now. Now I realize. I mean, I can't, it's from an outside perspective, this may seem hypocritical, and I may seem like the old lady who's just calling the authorities. It's a little bit different when there's meth heads next door, and yeah. I can't, I cannot go and confront them. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yes, I'm uh, I'm working on a working on a couple of things to see what can what can happen. Oh, weird. What the problem is though, the only one that's being affected by this is me. So it's going to be very clear where the complaint came from. I, I don't I don't really care though. It's it's incredible what they could possibly need that thing for. I have no idea. And what they're going to be shoving into that shed because oh, they, Jesus, there's two sheds back there. One is yeah. two stories already. This one That's the one with the mattress on top of it. That's the one with the mattress okay. that lays on top of it that I also get to see that from my from my kitchen window which let me tell you it's it's beautiful every morning to I wonder up. how the ladies can work them their way up to being able to join the king on the mattress on top of the Oh, it's a lot of work. I mean, there was that newer blondie chick that Have was Have you seen her lately? Um, I haven't seen Blondie for a little while. I haven't seen her for a little bit. No. I but I have seen the I've seen the the king one or the queen. Queen uh, queen meth girl. What, what do we call her? Meth- Methuselah? Methuselah. Methuselah. Yeah. Yeah, Methuselah. I have seen her. She's still around. So maybe she didn't allow the the young methling into the... into the. Okay, um, maybe she was turned away. Like, she didn't uh, She didn't help build the shack quick enough. That is entirely possible. Okay. So that, that could be where the issue is. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. But... Um, well, that's a pleasant thing to come home to. You know what I came home to after this weekend? What was that? Giant... Dirty pile of dishes. Oh, no. Because I didn't have time to do them before I left. So uh ended up doing that this morning. It only took about a good um, 40 minutes. 40 minutes, you say? Mm-hmm. 40 minutes, I say. Sorry, our uh, guest is here that I'm making a note of, so I'm just letting him know. Okay, cool. Yes, David Huntsberger going to be joining us here in just a moment. Awesome. He said he's lurking outside the door right now. Oh, lurking. Listening to us. Oh, wait, lurking out in the hallway? Lurking out in the hallway right oh, now. Oh, that's yes. a good lurking. It is. He even got up. He got in here. That's Somehow. Uh, I'm I impressed. He, I don't know how he did that. I'm, I'm not to, even mad. To, I'm just impressed. <laughs> we're going to have to look into the investigation on that. Yeah. <laughs> so um, so you, you did your dishes this weekend. I did. I did. Not this weekend. I did them this morning because I, couldn't, because I couldn't live in the festering filth that has become my apartment. And because how bad was the smell? It was pretty bad. Yeah. Actually, it wasn't. You know what? Now, it, the smell itself wasn't that bad because it had actually been too long to where I think things were hardened a bit. <laughs> things had hardened? A little bit. Oh my god! That means they were unhard at some point. They were, they were unhard. growing. That's what happens, Greg. Entire hard things were life, once unhard. Entire they had their lifespan in my entire kitchen. civilizations they had grew up lifespan. and went extinct in mm-hmm. your kitchen. Yes. 
That's in, that's absolutely yeah. incredible. Well, now it's a, but now it's clean. I feel good. My apartment's all it's ship. That explains why you seem to be a little bit of a, a little little bit of a on edge today. I am. It was disgusting. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you, but, <laughs> and who do you have to blame living by yourself? You. In your I can find a studio. way to blame you for this. Right, because I have fault. come to your studio apartment and eaten food there. Well, you know, it is uh, almost my birthday is a month from today. So, you know, maybe I can get those dishes all ready to go again. You can do that again for That's my birthday. That's too bad. That was a one-time deal. <laughs> a one-time deal that will never, ever, ever, ever happen again. Okay. That is uh, really it. Yes, it's being nerdy in chat. How does one person have 40 minutes worth of dirty dishes? It was just, it wasn't 40 minutes. You know, it was like 35. When you use the plate, just rinse it off. Oh, but sometimes like I It takes I eat, like two seconds. I'm a bit of an eaten runner. I need to like eat just to be able to get the sustenance in my face and then leave. I don't like to make a big production out of it. Yeah. I just want to eat and then just be done with it. Just be done with it. Yeah, like, but look, you're not done with it. Then you have to go back and you have to clean this thing for 40 minutes, you know, ripening out in different civilizations and new forms of life that have formed in your kitchen. I created the life. I can destroy it. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. And you breathed it all in, as you said before. I did. You probably have mold babies growing I in your lungs now. probably do right in my lungs right now. All right. Well, should we uh, not make our guest wait out in the hallway anymore? Yes, I think that's, okay. I think that's good. All Why don't right, we go ahead good. and do this? Let's let's take a break, and uh, we're going to pause here for a minute, and then we're going to be joined by David Huntsberger. Awesome. Joining us, he is going to be in town, and we'll talk to him in just a minute on FunEmploymentRadio.com. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. Hello, everyone. You're listening to Fun Employment Radio, and that's a uh, the full dot com scenario. Uh, and you're listening to, well, not at the moment, uh, I'm Reese Darby. Uh, should have said that at the beginning. But after me, uh, you'll be listening to Nibbler and Dylan. Always a good laugh there. Uh, so enjoy them, and I'll see you next time. I'm starting to feel like we have no other liners but Reese Darby I liners. love that one. So I much full dot com scenario. I know. I know. I feel like you probably listen that to, to by yourself at home. Maybe over I and do. Over, Maybe I put repeat. it into my iPod and like every other song, it <laughs> plays in between them. The between songs. <laughs> that, that, that is kind of mm-hmm. awesome. I kind of want that to happen. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcoming now to Fun Employment Radio, as promised, Mr. David Huntsberger. Hello, sir. Hello. Hello, Hello. David Huntsberger. Hi. I, I don't see why you'd need another liner if you have Thank Murray. Thank you. <laughs> I know. Great. When you have Murray, I know. I, I want to ask him I didn't want to like totally geek out I wanted to be like wait do Murray you say Sarah <laughs> present present Greg <laughs> present <laughs> so um so you just got into town today yeah I uh I have a show Saturday but I'm patrolling the whole northwest it yeah, seems like are. this week so I decided to stop here first see some friends and then head out and then head to to BC the yeah. Vancouver of the British Columbia I was uh, yeah. I was just in British Columbia last week trying to perfect my um my Canadian accent. And everybody on the street was talking about David, right? <laughs> everybody <laughs> was. Everybody, like, in Victoria, uh, even. Yes, Victoria, in Victoria, where I was. <laughs> yes. Did they give you grief crossing the border? You know, it wasn't too bad. Although, I will say this. The Canadian lady, because I took the ferry um, up, to, up to Victoria, and the lady who was the, the Canadian passport guard was way meaner than the U.S. one. 100%. Yeah, I, I have no it. idea. Yeah, that I, doesn't make sense. No. Lot, this, I feel like there's a, an aggression brewing that, that that's how they let it out. They're Maybe, so yeah. nice otherwise. <laughs> and then when they get this chance to wear their stupid uniform, <laughs> I'm a border cop. <laughs> that might be it because this woman, she was like, okay, well, uh, have you ever been to Victoria before? And it threw me off guard and I've been there in like middle school. Well, they ask you that like, detailed a conversation. Yeah, I'm like, like, I'm like uh, I, don't, I don't know. Maybe when I was like, 12 so when you were 12 you were here like, <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know it, it was middle school I saw yeah. some flowers and there was a water slide like I, I'm not sure and just like stared me down over it she's like 
all right, and just passed it back to me. But yeah. it was it was the weirdest thing. I did not expect uh, that much uh, that much aggression from. They the like Canadian. searched my whole car, and the guy would. This was last time I went up there. So now I'm trying to think of a better story I can tell. To I, I, I said like, <laughs> I, yeah, I think I'm this like, one's going good. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, yeah I. I said I was a comedian going to do a show, and they that was not acceptable. So they were like searching my car and what, what are these? What's this for? What's, I was like, those are clothes. I wear those. <laughs> <laughs> what are you planning to do? Every, with these? Yeah, everything. <laughs> what does this do? Like, now you just don't know how a car works. Wow, you <laughs> must look suspicious to them. I guess so. Something and to yeah, they just didn't like it. Were they pulling up like your me. door panels and stuff? It, yeah, I thought that was the next step. I yeah. was prepared for that. He wouldn't look at me. Go go sit over there. I'm like where? Where? And then he still wouldn't like. Oh, do you see my eyes where I'm pointing? And then I'm with my. He would just there over that way where the chairs are and then when I, when you call me back the same thing sir never look at me <laughs> so uncomfortable did you did he ask you what your profession was yeah well he asked what the purpose of my trip was and I said I'm doing a comedy show and I like so like when you come up here for like or come up there I guess for the uh, you know festivals and things like that they, they'll send you like a work permit form so you can just show them that like look I am being paid mm-hmm. right but this was just like a little theater kind of thing it was just a little offshoot show so it it wasn't that, uh, prof- you know, I don't know if professional is the right word. Yeah. Or but the, it didn't go through that level of security. Of them giving you all the permits. Yeah. yeah. The yeah. Permits. So, like, I was just like, you're just going to have to take my word for this or <laughs> or Google it, perhaps. I can I show you a flyer. <laughs> I don't know what to do. <laughs> and I don't know if, like, the if the border personnel, if they just Google things, like, oh, yeah, story checks out. <laughs> it's, I'm seeing your schedule here on your website. Go on in. <laughs> But it's, that, that would have solved everything. And instead, I was just getting grilled. Like, you still live at this address? Yeah. So are you driving through again this time? Yeah. Now oh. I wanted to say, like, I'm going up to have dinner with a friend. And then just be prepared to itemize this. These are socks. <laughs> this is a GPS unit. Good day. <laughs> These are my things. Now I just picture the Canadian border, border guard as being like the library cop on Seinfeld. Oh yeah, yeah. Nice. yeah. Gonna track you down They're gonna show Where up Where you going funny man <laughs> <laughs> Just wanna see if this shit Was legit There you are You and your good time buddies <laughs> Real chuckle fest up here huh? <laughs> so you're going to Vancouver Then you're going to Seattle as well right Yeah I'm doing uh, I'm doing regular stand up shows In Seattle on Friday night But mm-hmm. then Thursday We like put together this show That's sort of a variety show And I like Put a thing on Facebook Like hey if you live in Seattle And, and have a talent If you want to perform Let me know and at first, I didn't get a lot of responses. And then I put an ad on Craigslist. Uh-oh. Like, hey, do you have weird <laughs> skills and want to perform them? And then I started to get some traffic. And then people then people started answering on Facebook as well. So I got, like, mostly Facebook was just, like, writers. Like, hey, I, I write and I also perform my, yeah. you know, I'm a, I'm a, a literary person. But then Craigslist was more like, hey, I'm a belly dancer. I dance with swords. And I was like, get over here. <laughs> so, so I'm really excited about that show. So it's just going to be I, hopefully pretty bizarre. And um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm doing that. And then coming back here for the show Saturday. So how are you going to incorporate, like, belly dancers with swords and such into the show? On oh, well, Thursday? I'd love to do it if I were. it was like a cabaret act. Yeah. Where I was like, we could, but we won't. I mean, there's no. It's just going to be me literally going like. Okay, here's your next performer. And then have someone awesome. come out and be like, all right, and now this person. <laughs> and then kind of in between, I have like a lot of animation projects that I haven't gotten around to over the years. And I like some of them require maybe like noise from a crowd. So I'm going to use that, just use the people there. Use them as fully. Everybody stomp your feet like you're walking. <laughs> <laughs> but if you've ever been in a show where that happens, it's so fun. It is. Yeah. You, the, you, there's no, one part of you that's like, this guy's using me. <laughs> you're like, oh, I really want to sound like I'm. Um, 
like I'm clapping at a golf tournament. Yeah. <laughs> That's too hard. That is too hard. There it is. You know, so like I, I hope people get into it. And then I'm going to like show maybe some videos and then try to uh, incorporate as much just different uh, stimuli as possible. That's cool. So it's like awesome. a mixed media kind of show, like all different. Yeah, my um, name on Twitter is at Huntsberger Junk. Mm-hmm. And this guy, Corey Michaelis, who's a comedian in Seattle, we were like, yeah, let's just do this this sort of variety show and I was like what should we call it and he's like well your Twitter name like that kind of makes sense and I was like yeah let's just call it that so <laughs> it's just called Huntsberger Junk which I would love to do in other cities you know just show up and just be like alright you weirdos come on out and have anyone Portland is screaming for something like that I mean if that's happening in Seattle it could be like 10 times as good here yeah I would have there's got to be something like that going on because the comedy scene here yeah. they're pretty you know progressive and and they 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 tend to experiment with the the Mm -hmm. fringe end of yeah rather than oh it's just me and a microphone like oh why don't we mix in some other stuff yeah so and portland's always good to you every time you come to visit you were saying (laughs) yeah Yeah. Yeah, (laughs) like if there's like money raining down from the sky or something i don't yeah yeah, yeah. how come this doesn't happen to us when people heard that they were probably like oh great another person (laughs) portland's good to me the people (laughs) the people are nice here but yeah the city itself never is bad to me is, is, like, as far as the weather goes mm-hmm. I've always had a pretty nice time that it's when I show up here they go oh, this is bizarre it's this is that one week of the year where it's been really sunny and nice and and it always sort of syncs up with when I'm here and it's only rained on me in like maybe 20 total days I've spent here in the last five or six years it's rained like twice out of that out of the so that's yeah that's not, that's some pretty good odds. Portland yeah. Standards, yeah that's not bad and both times it rained on me, I found money on the ground. I don't understand this. I'm yeah. perplexed. It started drizzling once when I was here for Bridgetown, and I was walking along with uh, Sean Jordan, yeah, who will yeah. be on the show Saturday. Very cool. And, uh, Mississippi Studios this yeah. Saturday. Mm-hmm. And I looked down, and I was like, yeah, what? We were just crossing a street across from a bank. So some someone, sadly, had gotten some money, and then maybe they were a little drunk or whatever. There were just two $20 bills just laying Damn. in the oh. middle of the road. It wasn't like they were even like in tuck against the Did you curb. and Sean see it at the same time? Did you make a bolt? Did you guys both bolt for it? There's something weird about the level of greed and humanity. <laughs> <laughs> Where, like, I look down, I see it. He's ahead of me. And the look on his face when he looked back was just like, why didn't I see that? <laughs> he, just, he was so broke and he looked so devastated. And I was like, well, here, just take one. I mean, we, we're together in this. That's but so that, nice. It seems nice, but like we each we had just... none of that money t- <laughs> two seconds before that. And yet it went from that to immediately like, well, you now have $40. Like, no <laughs> I am questions. gifting this free money yeah, I found I that somebody like, said about Yeah, it. yeah. I felt like it was only fair that we, we each had a $20 bill. But <laughs> there is that initial inclination. Nope, I found this. This is all mine. It's Aww. mine. <laughs> Instantly looking for a, for a shank or something. Yeah. <laughs> Stay away from it. <laughs> and then this happened not once but twice. Yeah, well, the next time it was the same scenario. It was, it was like, it was kind of sunny out. It was like this. And then it started drizzling, sort of Credence style. Um, <laughs> and I looked down. I was angry at Portland. How dare you, Portland? And I looked down and two $1 bills. Oh. So that was, it was okay. I guess the sun, the currency rate, there's like an exchange mm-hmm. rate that's less. That's true. Like, you're getting sun. You don't get 40 bucks. There you but. go. It's a stripper getting off shift. That's probably what that was. There you yeah. Go. yeah. <laughs> that's true. That's true. <laughs> uh, we have some fans of Professor Blastoff. 
in the chat too. That hey, just great! Call out, yeah, that are uh, saying they're huge fans of you on that. So that's your podcast um, with Tignataro and I'm sorry, who else? Kyle Dunnigan. Kyle Dunnigan. Kyle Dunnigan. Yeah, Kyle he's Dunnigan. he's really the star of the show. If you've if you've if any, those people out there, those of you listening, uh, <laughs> he's the bell. Of the he, he's he's just really does all, all these great characters and uh, really brings the show to life. Otherwise, it's just kind of a, a boring chat, but. Uh, <laughs> He, he's he's really funny. So I don't know. I'm uh, we've talked to you and we've talked to Tick. You guys are not boring. Chatters, oh, so thanks. Yes. Good. Okay. Good. Yeah. So what do you? What kinds of uh, stuff do you cover in your podcast? Um, I I don't know. I I feel like we we always like in our intro and stuff say like oh it's science and theology and metaphysics and that's really like kind of wishful thinking. I, it's really <laughs> mostly just like anything that's subjective, anything that you find interesting, anything you might be like at a campfire and chat about with your friends. And oh yeah. Like, oh, this is a good conversation. You can, so it's that it's like listening into some idiot college kids in their dorm room <laughs> <laughs> smoking pot. And, but luckily like some, when we don't smoke pot, but like sometimes we'll bring in experts. Like we've had PhD people on and, and oh, cool. we had a Pulitzer prize winner on with nice. which is great. Yeah. So we, our our, our um, guest registry is pretty like um, I don't know well regarded or yeah, yeah. well educated. So that's been fun. So that really then it, it becomes more like um, kind of like someone teaching a class and three class clowns just being not jerks but mm. uh, trying to make it lively. So that's kind of the the feel of the show. I would say that's cool. Yeah, it, it's been fun. Like people seem to really gravitate toward it because I feel like in every episode we impart nothing of value there's nothing there's <laughs> like nothing. entertainment in itself is value i mean yeah, yeah. I, think, I think there's something for that like and there's like a levity involved and then but people remember things and like myself included like someone will be on and an hour of just silliness happens but within that they'll impart like two or three little tidbits or facts mm-hmm. and people will carry those throughout their lives like oh, I, I now know this weird thing yep. about fruit flies or whatever <laughs> you know <laughs> Yeah, someone in the chat. So we've had the Sklar brothers on a couple times, and mm-hmm. uh, and someone saying the Sklars are on uh, on your show wants to talk about twins. Yeah, when you guys had a twins show. Yeah, that was like one of our our hits. I think if like when people ask like what <laughs> show should we check out, that that's one that people really respond to because the Sklars like we're a perfect example of the guests we like to get. Where like, mm-hmm. they'll riff with you a whole bunch and be silly, and then in the next you know. F- segment or whatever in the next second you <laughs> talking to them about what it's like to be twins and things you know about mm-hmm. twins and yeah and, and sort of the uh, the studies or you know anything we kind of know because you can read a lot about um maybe um psychology experiments or, yeah. or you know y- and you go oh yeah they did these studies on twins but to just have like firsthand knowledge yeah. see how they interact with each other is great yeah so they're, they're a pretty fascinating way of speaking as they're like finishing each other's sentences and stuff right yeah it always throws me. I mean it's it's fascinating and even when watch. they're not on they still do it yeah. oh yeah yeah it's uh yeah it, it is kind of fascinating to watch mm-hmm. oh that sounds <laughs> awesome Professor Blast Alpha. so that's how often do you guys do that comes out every Tuesday on iTunes and and there's like a backlog of streaming episodes on Earwolf oh very which cool. is where the Sklars are as well mm-hmm. I do and I'm I do the Sklars show sometimes as uh Dick Vital on drugs. He's always calling in all freaked out on drugs. So that's oh <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> okay. Yeah, it seems like you yeah, it. you kind of dance around to a lot of different podcasts too. Uh there yeah, there's a little <laughs> bit of, of podcast like, horrors. He's kind of th- I was thinking like <laughs> Leprechaun or something. <laughs> I think yeah, I think that the podcast world is the for me it's like a burgeoning new kind of medium where yep. the, it, that's it's just 
everyone's kind of, you see each other at the same thing mm-hmm. especially like at Earwolf we see each other at the studio all the time or you, you know so it's easy to be like hey why don't you come do our show yeah. and then and then a lot of people I've known just doing stand up throughout you know as long as I've been doing it they started podcasts so then that you know it just works that way like mm-hmm. uh, it, so, <laughs> so many I, there are there are fewer comedians without podcasts than uh, some other thing that doesn't have a lot of people yes yeah. <laughs> <laughs> No, it seems every day you look at someone's like so and so has a new podcast, yeah. like everything. I mean, you can find out, I guess, a little bit more about everybody you want to at this point because everybody's so. starting one. Yeah, and that's that. I think that's. I don't know. There's a lot going on there with humanity. How mm-hmm. much we want to share? Like you mm-hmm. share all these thoughts, you share what you're thinking, your day, your stories, and then people share their comments on that, and people mm-hmm. comment on those comments. And right, how much like of the earth. <laughs> our just overall existence here we just like what do you think about this <laughs> I need to know now <laughs> yeah I, I, at some point I just see another podcast pop up and be like I get it you're just, I get it you're talking about some just hanging out what's going on in your life but they're always interesting yeah, yeah. think that it'd be that way but it, you'd still like start listening you're like oh yeah that, that's I happened to me this. before now yeah. are you a are you a Twitterer? Do you know how to do you, do you use that <laughs> speaking of you know, like opinions and comments because I'm trying to get better at it I'm not very good at it yeah Uh, The whole technology push with us transitioning into like a digital world, which Mm. seems very real. I think the reason people don't naturally gravitate toward it is because of this fear of like a brave new world or or 1984 where like you and I are just sitting here sending text messages and not actually communicating. Mm -hmm. And the old timey version of people (laughs) like, well, I shook a man's hand and I sat down and... And there, there's something that must appeal to people that way and I think as much as I go ah it's still just kind of fun you just float this idea out there and it's a stupid sentence and then people respond to it or not there's part of me that goes yeah it's no big deal but the other side I just have a hard time like when people say you gotta Twitter you mm-hmm. gotta be on there I don't understand that like I don't understand why that that's how we have to communicate now as a species that's all that I get to every time it's like you you know you should be doing this why are you not yeah. doing this I'm like yeah. I don't understand why what I'm what I'm supposed to be saying or I doing tr- or mm-hmm. thinking I try to do it but it's hard for me with the 144 characters that's yeah. that's a little tough well and also it's hard maybe not being comedians because I mean a lot of people I follow on Twitter are comedians and they're good with like one-liners and mm-hmm. stuff and I don't really write in one-liners and I don't really write I can't write something interesting in a sentence usually yeah like, this is what I had for lunch there I see. I just see a lot of the same tactics being used, mm-hmm. and then it it doesn't appeal to me as an artistic medium in any way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, oh, there's a quote, and then it's from you know a dog or whatever. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> they do sniff mailmen. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, I'm inspired. I'm inspired. <laughs> yeah. So to me, it just seems like, and that's probably why I named my Twitter account junk. Like, oh, here's just it's just crap. It's just the yeah. the lowest form of thought that I could have. And the, and otherwise just plugs for like my tour dates and stuff. There you go. <laughs> so like it, there's a you have to be in that stream to some degree. Mm-hmm. If you're a band, some of your favorite bands yeah. will like come through town. And you go, where were you guys? Oh, we don't buy into the digital networking thing. Like, well, I have no idea. I'm not going to look through the yellow pages, right? Or, or you know, yeah. go find a. And even, track you down. Yeah, it's hard to find. I mean, I guess that's not true. You have like local indie papers where like they print all the upcoming shows. Mm-hmm. So that's a good way to do it. But if you happen to miss one of those, then you miss a band. They almost have to be just barraging yeah. the internet with yeah. here's where we're going to be. Come see us. Interact with us. And uh, what's that? The Dresden Dolls girl. Oh, yeah. Amanda Palmer. Yeah. Yeah. And she she's acquired this like oh she's so artistic but I think what she's doing is what everyone's trying to do is just immersing Dane Cook style where you're just engaging your fans yeah. constantly mm-hmm. like, you're, you have me I'll, I'll stand naked and let you draw on my body yeah. 
I don't know that that's any more art than <laughs> yeah. sitting in a cabin, Emily Dickinson style, and creating it. Did yeah. you see her yeah. TED talk that she did? Yeah, I did. Yeah, yeah. that was that was, was inspiring. It was interesting. I was I didn't know how to what I thought of it. I watched it a couple yeah. times because uh, one time it, sp- it spoke to me, but the same. I, I just uh, I don't know if she was the right person to be saying it necessarily. It reminded me of Atlas Shrugged. Mm. Like when you read, have you read that? Huh. So Ayn Rand is is to some degree when you first read it, it can be kind of captivating. Where you're like, yeah, it's it's strictly capitalism. It's mm-hmm. like you don't give money to homeless people, don't help out people that are they're not working as hard as you. Right, but the okay. way you read it in the book, you're like, yeah, there is something to that. Like I hold myself back because I don't want to be out there in front. Or, and, and then after you read the book, you're like, no, that's ridiculous. Yeah. Like, yeah. You should help people. Espe- we're a herd, and if you're out at the front of the herd, don't just let the weaker ones in the back die off because I'm the strongest buffalo. Yeah. Right. And I felt like that TED Talk was similar. Like It could grab you, and you're like, yeah, that is what art is. We've got to come together and give ourselves to the people so that they can... And I feel like, that's horseshit. Yeah. There's a, no, you don't. You have to. I don't want painters to have to give me every ounce of their life. Just mm-hmm. put something on canvas, and if I like it, that's great. You, yeah. Thank you yeah. for sharing what you did. Share your art. You don't have to share yourself. And I think like we live in this society now where that's a huge part of it. I want to know where you grew up. I want to know your most embarrassing story. I, I need to know every ounce of you, and then maybe I'll like what you do. Maybe I'll listen to your music then. Right. And I hate that. Like wow. I feel like it should be the music can be by itself. It can be its right. own thing. This is the art I created. Like it or don't like it. Yeah. But there it is. Yeah. And now you don't have. You can't do that. You, yeah. Here's this art I created. No. Please comment on it. The more comments I get, the more buzz it generates on iTunes. Mm-hmm. The more people that are going to stumble into it. So you know, please like this. Please vote for my video. It's. All of that, be- it becomes so much more buzz than it ever used to be. I, I just, I, it bothers me. No, that is hard because it takes away from what you're trying to do. Like even on this show, like we're we're trying to create comedy, you know, we write bits or whatever. We have mm-hmm. different things that we do, but then yeah, you have to spend so much time. Like here's this, here's this, follow yeah. this, go to this, you know, comment on iTunes, do all right. that stuff. And yeah, it does. It does kind of take away. Well, because it's kind of draining because then it takes away from the art itself almost. It is. Where you yeah. get to putting it's more exhausting. Eff- yeah, putting more effort into creating something instead of trying to create a. A buzz or whatever, right. you know. But at the same time, that's what you have to do. Mm-hmm. It is. I mean, yeah. You, and so follow him on Twitter. <laughs> yeah, I'm much. I like when people follow me on Twitter because they're sort of like, "Hey, man, I like what you do in comedy." Not that I like you're a great Twitterer, mm-hmm. because you can become a, a very, very well known tweeter and still remain a substandard comedian. Yeah, yeah. You know, and I'd rather not fall into that that would be a bummer you know to, to just be tweeting so much like god I hope I get more followers I hope people follow me like well they're they just be coming out to shows at that point to see this avatar they've never seen before mm-hmm. right yeah. behind that <laughs> it fascinates me when I see this like when people I'll just look at their past things that it's like you know 23 minutes ago 24 25 26 I'm like how <laughs> yeah. how do you get anything else done besides just write yeah. shit on Twitter and when you're hanging this. out with them in person there's a part of you that knows like are they tweeting under the table right yep. now like what yeah. the house is <laughs> yeah. they snuck are up they in just the memorizing things you're saying so they can like talk about it later <laughs> on their Twitter account yeah. 140 words. like characters. if I'm following you right now and there's stuff like popping up from you like yeah, yeah. alright I just followed you too. Oh, thanks. Way. Yeah. Great. So make the funny. Make the funny, <laughs> David. <laughs> I tweet um, every few days or so. It's like a groundhog situation. Yeah. But it's never spring. 
The only, <laughs> <laughs> the only way I've made it work is like so I like taking pictures. So I'll like hook it to my Instagram account, and then that way it looks like I'm yeah. taking stuff. I'm like, but there's a picture. Mm-hmm. There we go. It's something. And now we've just had ten more minutes of uh, content talking about Twitter. There we go. So I guess it did kind of work. <laughs> <laughs> but so, you, yes, you are going to be at Mississippi Studios on September 14th. So that's this Saturday. This Saturday at 7:30. Mississippi um, Studios is beautiful too. Have you been there? We did a live podcast show there in uh, May, I believe, mm-hmm. and the crowd was the worst crowd we really ev- we ever have experienced. Maybe even as stand-up comedians, as opposed to even just our, but, but for sure, just as a podcast crowd. It. What it, do? You, what made you want to go back? Because it's the only bad crowd I've ever had in Portland. Yeah, I think Portland's progressive. It's a, it's one of the more literate cities in the country every year, which I appreciate. And you know, they they're active. They're it's a bike town. All those things to mm-hmm. me mean that people think a little bit and, and behave on their own account as opposed to just like, oh, I'm supposed to do this. And uh, um, so I think what happened there is someone's telling me like, you know, sometimes people just go out to shows because like they trust the venue. Yeah. I'm just going to go see what's out, you know. And I think we fell victim to that a little bit. And also Tig like has this newfound kind of exposure and fame. And I mm-hmm. think maybe we've for the first time got bitten by that a little bit where people are like, hey, let's go see this famous person. Right. And the show is not her doing stand up. And they just got drunk and started chatting a little bit. And it was oh. the podcast is is like this. You're mm-hmm. just chatting. It's yeah. not a, it, it doesn't uh, promote people sitting in a crowd listening quietly if they're not familiar with it. Yeah. They're just going to yeah. tune out, I think. So that was kind of happening. And then people were being really rude to our guests, like openly. Yeah, someone's saying, just heard the Portland episode, the crowd was hostile. Yeah. Oh, yeah. that's unfortunate. Yeah. yeah, so... Well, truth be told, I, I, that's why I haven't been to Mississippi shows for a long time, so that's why I said I, it's a beautiful venue because I remember it being very nice to look at. The, However, I haven't been there for so something They were so prepared when we got there. The engineers, the sound people, everyone, and so friendly. And, and we'd been... All of our sound checks had been a little difficult on the, we did like seventeen cities in you know twenty one days or mm-hmm. something like that. Mm-hmm. So we were really getting that weary kind of band feel where you show up and yeah. go to sound check. And so often they wouldn't have any of our mics set up. They wouldn't have any of our pre. That's, oh, it was horrible. So yeah, it's yeah. so fr- and we're like, we just emailed you yesterday and today to double right. check, and someone responded. Oh, no, that was Doug. Probably got that email, <laughs> man. Yeah, he's not yeah. in tonight. Yeah, <laughs> he doesn't work on Saturdays. <laughs> and that happened in like every city, and we're just freaking out. And so we got to Mississippi Studios, and they were like, "Yep, no, we have it all set up." That's like, awesome. What about this? Yeah, that's all good. Oh, and nice. And the sound was great. It looks really pretty in there, and it's intimate. Mm-hmm. Everyone's on, and the, and the where where the bar is set up is great because it doesn't take away from the sound. I mean, it's it's a perfect setup to perform at. And we we just were kind of unfortunate with the crowd that showed up that night. And yeah, I don't. I wouldn't blame us and I wouldn't blame the venue. It's just one of those weird sort of perfect storms. Yeah, I would say usually Portland crowds are pretty good about comedy. It's a pretty savvy savvy city I when lo- it comes to that. I'm from Austin. You never know. Yeah, I mean, you're, yeah, exactly. Yeah. It, there's always going to be that anomaly where like, oh, yep. it's just a weird night. And <laughs> All I, the dicks came out tonight. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, I chalk it up to that. I, I don't I don't think it had anything to do with like, oh, those same jerks are going to come back out. Like, <laughs> that makes no sense. Oh God, well, hopefully Saturday goes better then. <laughs> hope it isn't a t- two for two. <laughs> no, I'm sure. I, It'll be wonderful. Yeah, they've been, I did my my last CD that came out like in April was right around Bridgetown so I did like a CD release show here and a lot of people came out to that and that was really fun and awesome yeah it was great and the you know I've always found the crowds here to be extraordinarily nice and supportive and so I, I'm not worried about so you were here being. for this year's this past year's Bridgetown yep oh yeah that was a lot of fun yeah it was great yeah and seeing like how Ron Funches and Ian Carmel and, mm-hmm. and some of these guys that started here like I started in Austin and it's like a very revered comedy town oh mm-hmm. Austin yeah. People don't come out and support 
locals that way. And it was oh, crazy really? to see how much this town like gets behind. Like these are yeah. our guys. Uh-huh. And I yep. love that. It really, I don't know how many cities where comedy is kind of like a passion where people right. like, go out to see it and are excited mm-hmm. about it. And, so that's neat. I, I really I like what's going on here. It really has become a part of the nightlife. I here. feel like it's like Seattle when the grunge scene was happening. You know, there's <laughs> yeah. like all these bands coming out. A lot of really good ones. Some not so good, but mm-hmm. you know, just the whole entire scene. Like everybody's kind of behind it. And yeah, and yeah, and uh, and you know, seeing people succeed and mm-hmm. yeah, it's pretty cool. It's pretty great. Yeah, and well, seeing you succeed, we're we're supporting you, even though we're from Portland. You're from Austin. We're like we're like sister cities. Sure, there yeah, we we're go. both. Sure. With no one can decide who took the uh, keep it weird thing. I know. Oh god. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Everybody seems to be debating that. <laughs> yeah, I don't. Know. I think Portland, just by virtue of those tall bikes, is keeping it ahead because oh, they're like neck so and neck much. on the mustaches and the beards and the tattoos. Are there no tall bikes the... in Austin? Not that I've seen. Oh, you're uh, free. God, god bless that city. God. <laughs> Fucking tall bikes. <laughs> when I got here for Bridgetown, we were in the car, and it was like me and three other comedians, and kind of chatting. And the driver was driving us along, and one of the comedians goes, "Yeah, it's my first time here." And so I'm, I'm, and we look, and it was like a montage scene from Portlandia. <laughs> where it was like people waiting outside to get brunch, and oh, then yeah. <laughs> the tall bike zoomed by, and on and on. It, so it does. I know that's why I don't think I can watch that show too much because it's just like everything I've seen it. I've yeah. seen it so many times here in the city. I almost got into a... I did get into a bit of an altercation. Luckily, it didn't become physical. But I was out at an outdoor patio brunch, like you do in Portland. Of course. Right. As is your want. Yep. And we're having a nice time. Sean Jordan was there and uh, some other local comedians who I, I, I didn't really know very well. And mm-hmm. I still don't... I'm, I'm, that's not really relevant. <laughs> 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 so, but like, uh, my back is kind of to the street and I look to my right up the sidewalk and this guy is coming with like boat shoes really high and tight cut off jean shorts yeah a tight tucked in mm-hmm. plaid flannelish shirt the beard uh buddy holly kind of glasses mm-hmm. frazzed hair and the the plaid shirt is really unbuttoned was it unbuttoned low. like down to about there yeah, yeah. really low and so this guy comes walking toward but he looks like he's trying to dress that way to like, I need to kind of change my look, my identity. <laughs> I wrestled in high school. Right, I'm by right. nature a fairly aggressive individual, <laughs> but I want to tone it back and be a little more mellow. So I look and I see this guy that he doesn't embody that. Like to me, yeah. I'm, I'm looking at the physical. Like you're just wearing these clothes. Yeah. So I go, hey, look, it's a Portland guy. And then ev- we, it's not like an '80s movie where everyone at the table, went, yeah, yeah, Portland guy. We all just kind of looked and went like, oh, yeah, all right. Oh yeah. And then back to eating. And then he walked closer. I'm like, hey, Portland guy. And thinking like, ah, he'd go, yeah, I'm from Portland. Uh-huh. I didn't mean it in like, yeah. you're a pile of shit because I <laughs> see the way. I just thought like, wow, this guy is dressed exactly how you would think Portland to be. And he stops yeah. and comes back and goes, what'd you say to me? <laughs> I go, and he's right in my face. <laughs> he's leaning right in my face. And I go, I said, hey, Portland guy. Like, like that. Yeah. And he looks around at our table and he goes, where are you from? Which would have been the perfect time to go, aha. You don't know where I'm from, do you? <laughs> Perhaps I should have dressed a little bit more specific to the location. Uh, but I know definitely that you're from Portland. But I didn't say that. I was just like, oh, I, you know, I don't live here. And then everyone around the table started going, well, I'm from Maine originally. But, and he could see that the situation was like he was losing it from his grasp. Yeah. Yeah. It just became a conversation. Of, oh, really? You're from Virginia? I didn't know. Hey, hey, hey. Anyway. <laughs> you know, wait, I'm, I'm pissed. I'm mad here. He goes, just a little friendly word of advice, dude. Okay. 
I don't want to be put in a box when I'm walking down the street. <laughs> all right. Oh my god. <laughs> don't wear cut off shorts. Yeah. Oh. It's like all right. Okay. And by the way, that guy is no way is he from Portland either. Oh, I guarantee. Yeah, 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 yeah. He moved no, no, here. No. He moved here a year ago from from Brooklyn. If you're that yeah. humorless, if you can't see the yeah. humor in that situation yeah. by now, like you know, not from here. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, his outfit was not working, or maybe it was working. You never know. He was pulling. I mean, if he wanted to look like someone that was like, I get it, man. I'm Portland. He I'm was in the doing scene, that. Bro. This is where I live now. Yeah. <laughs> this is my thing. <laughs> All right. Awesome. So you at Mississippi Studios, Saturday. 7.30 tickets at, I believe you can get them at MississippiStudios.com. You can also get them at my website, which is DavidHuntsberger.com. I also have like some uh, animations I've made there. Some car, car, carm... Kept wanting to say comics and cartoons, and then car, 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 mix. car mix. Uh, yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> Some cartoons uh, that I drew are on there as well. And, Very and cool. other this and that sort of thing. So, yeah, there are ticket links on there, and uh, and Sean Jordan, and uh, should be a fun show. That awesome. sounds awesome. So, 7.30 this Saturday, September 14th. Yeah. Very thanks, well. guys. Awesome. Yeah, thanks, David. Long okay. live Fun Employment Radio. Thank ah, you, David. Thank you, sir. Oh, you're awesome. <laughs> um, all right, should we go to break? Yep, and then uh, we'll be back here in just a minute with more Fun Employment oh. Radio. Right. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. And we are and back. And here we are. Yes, indeed. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in to Fun Employment Radio. So, um, yeah, David Huntsberger is going to be performing Saturday, the 14th, with Sean Jordan on his bill. Sean Jordan going to be performing at the Fun Employment Radio Comedy Showcase. Damn straight. Next Wednesday. Next Wednesday. A week and two days away from today is the second Fun Employment Radio Comedy Showcase. And that is Wednesday, September 18th. Tickets are available right now at funemploymentradio.com. So please pick up some tickets ahead of time. We want to make sure that you get in and tell all of your friends and family and post it and share it on the Facebooks and the Twitters. And the what have you. And, and the what have I really like David. And He's a very nice things. guy. Uh, yes. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And yeah. so Sean, so, yes, yeah, so Sean will be there, but then most importantly, at our show next week. Yes, mm-hmm. yes. Sean Jordan, Fun Employment Radio Comedy Showcase, September 18th. Mm-hmm. Get your tickets now. All right. All right, everyone. Well, thank you so much for tuning into the show. Do you want to say really, really high? really quick to our friend from Greg Virginia. is just saying during the break that his, his words have run out for the day a little bit. <laughs> a little bit. A little bit. A lot of words being used up today. Yeah. Hello, Jen. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> so Jen is our friend who you might recognize. Uh, she is the lovely wife of Stone, he of Courage. Yes, indeed. Stone mm-hmm. Brooks, a.k.a. Murky Bongwater from Courage. His lovely lady is here in studio mm-hmm. with us. So it's awesome. It's awesome. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and um, also... Thank you to all of you out there who listen to the show. So don't forget to send us an email, funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. Give us a call, 503-575-9120. To uh, Dan B. out there, big thank you, sir. Dan, thank you. you're awesome. Much appreciated. Thank you. Um, for those of you that want to support our show, if you have any extra financial monies that go around, <laughs> it does cost a little bit to run this show. It sure does. And, and if uh, you have any extra financial monies... That would uh, be good. Feel free to go to funemploymentradio.com. If you're buying something from Amazon, click on the link from our website first. If you feel like donating, you can do that. There's a donate button as there's well. There's a donate button. Whatever or, you feel comfortable with or Or subscribe. Yeah. <laughs> or subscribe. Yeah. Or uh, or just listen to the show and tell your friends. All that works and all that is much, much appreciated. And uh, we really do love all you guys. It's yes, awesome. we do. Yes, indeed. So let's see. Coming up tomorrow on the show. Well, I'm today. I'm waiting to confirm that. Yes. And yes. Uh, this afternoon... 
Yes. On the network. Indeed. Will be a brand new drive time at the drive-in. Yes, with Mr. Aaron Duran. Yes, indeed. So that will be at 5.30 p.m. right here on FunEmploymentRadio.com. And that will be followed up by... Accidental Housewives. Accidental Housewives. All right. Yeah. So all of that right here on the network. And thank you guys so much for being awesome. For being awesome. Okay, stop. Got into a robot voice now. No, don't do that. Yeah, thank you. Thank you for being awesome. All right, we'll be back tomorrow with more Fun Employment Radio. Take up. Fly me to the moon. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network.